0: Chair, staff is ready when you are. Thank you, clerk. Good evening and welcome to the January 18th,
1: 2024 Parks and Community Enrichment Commission. The meeting is now called to order.
0: Will the clerk please call the roll to establish a quorum? Thank you, chair. Commissioners, if you can please unmute. Commissioner Ford? It's absent. Commissioner Liu? Here. Here. Commissioner Robbins? Present. Commissioner Herman?
2: Present.
0: Commissioner King? Present. Commissioner Flores? Present. Commissioner Gaines? I'm sorry, Vice Chair Gaines is absent. Commissioner Rosso? Here. Commissioner Kingis? Here. Commissioner Boone? Present. Commissioner Salinas-Collins? And Chair Vasquez. Present. Thank you. We have Quorum.
1: Wonderful. Thank you. Before we get started on tonight's agenda, we have two things to do. One is we have a brand new commissioner this evening. That would be Commissioner Rosso at large. We'd like to give you a big welcome. And if you are so willing, I'd like to put you on the spot and see if you'd like to introduce yourself.
3: Uh, Thank you so much. Um, Really excited to be here today. Uh, Really excited to learn um, and grow into this space and really enjoy uh, the opportunity to be able to work with you all and look forward to taking on parks issues this year.
1: Wonderful. Thank you. We'd like to welcome you aboard. I think that we're a fun commission to be with. I think you're in the right spot. I know you didn't speak to your experience, but it's vast and I think you're very well suited uh, to join us and I can't wait to work with you going forward. It's going to be Really fun, Commissioner Rosso, so welcome aboard. Um, We also have a special presentation this evening um, in which we're going to honor a former commissioner, a former chair of our commission, history's first Latina chair of the Parks Commission. So I would like to please welcome Rita Gallardo Good up to the pulpit. And we would like to honor you with by saying some kind words. And if you'd like to say some words, you may as well. Would you like to go first, ladies first?
4: Sure. Um, Well, it's so weird to be on this side, you guys. (laughs) Um, Rita Gallardo Good, um, I was appointed by Mayor Steinberg. And it's such a pleasure to serve uh, both as a commissioner and as a chair. over the past six and a half years. Um, Stepping off uh, to focus on my dissertation at Sacramento State, Um, but it is with, you know, just bittersweet um, to uh, leave this group um, to go and do that work, but at the same time, I'm very grateful for the opportunity um, to serve as the first Latina chair uh, during the pandemic uh, and in doing so I uh, was really focused on working with um, the council and the mayor's office to look at opportunities to appoint more people of color um, to the commissions but at the same time also looking for opportunities to grow the number of women and it's just a life passion and um, also youth um, ensuring that there was a space for their voice uh, at the dais. and so. I feel that we've made great strides. Uh, we've done great work on this commission. Um, I served under um, Parks Director uh, Chris Conlin and uh, Mario Lara and then uh, Director Beecham. Um, tonight I invited back some, some folks that have been that served on the commission with me in the past, uh, former chair uh, Devin LaValle uh, and um, Commissioner uh, Julie uh, Murphy. Uh, we did a lot of good work during that time and I really thought, that this recognition isn't really about me, it's about our, our, our collaboration, our family, and the work that we do together. And so um, I just wanted to thank you for the recognition, thank you for the time, thank you to Mayor Steinberg uh, for the support uh, in, in appointing me to this position. At the same time, grateful to see that the number of women uh, on this commission um, continues to grow and just looking forward to see how we can uh, do good work in the city of Sacramento.
1: Well said, as always. Do you have any commissioners who would like to speak on this special item? Commissioner Kangas.
5: Just want to say how proud I am of you for pursuing your doctorate, and I can't wait to see all the amazing work you'll continue to do in higher ed.
1: Commissioner Boone.
6: Also, thank you um, for the role you filled here on the commission. Um, I know sitting next to you, I looked up to you and all of the words you would share and um, just like the leadership you demonstrated to, to ask and want more for our city. So thank you for setting that tone um, and leading you know, with that intention.
1: Vice Chair
7: Gaines.
8: Yes, I just wanted to um, echo the thanks for all of the hard work that you put in. Um, You were the chair, actually, when I was appointed to the commission, and so just to um, be able to learn under your leadership, Um, You know, when you reached out to me and we had that first conversation, uh, just really helping me to understand the role that I played and the role that I could play um, just to support the community that I serve. So we just really appreciate you. You are definitely missed. um, But I know I speak for most of the young women up here that we are going to carry on the legacy that you started.
4: Thank you. you. Commissioner Flores. We're family. (laughs) It's hard.
9: Um, I don't know what to say to you. Ever, since you, you. ever since you called me and you texted me, right, I knew this was going to happen, right? Uh, it's good to see Commissioner Julie Murphy. It's good to see Chair Devin Lavelle in the audience. When I've had coffee chats with these new commissioners that I'm currently serving with, it's not hyperbolic when I say we're family, and you're literally, you invited our family back to this chamber, right? Like you're doing what I say I'm doing and I'm not saying it and I'm not lying when I say it, right? Because you're, you're showing it. We've been commissioners together. We've been, we, we shared titles, chairs together. I wouldn't have been a successful chair if you weren't my vice chair. And we also shared change maker together and we've shared many other titles together in the future. Um, you know, we personally, we've gone through some tragedies also, and you were the first person to call and say, Joe, how are you doing? There's things I know a lot of people know about you and you're so busy doing the great work. And there's things that no one knows what you're doing other than what we're doing, other than what we're doing in our coffee chats, right? Like, I know what you're doing in addition to all the great things that you're doing, right? That people don't get to see. <laughs> And so when you said you were leaving, I know why you were, you're leaving or you're, you're, you decided to leave because you said something that has stuck with me. you said, if it's not fun, then you're taking a spot. And that's not who you are. And, and how serendipitous it is tonight that as we're saying thank you for your service, we're also welcoming a commissioner who is filling the seat that you once held. Uh, you can't write that script. So I'm not going to say thank you because I know I'm going to see you tomorrow, and you know, we're going to, you know, we we have that same uh, coffee shop that we go to uh, in our neighborhood. Uh, but yeah, but thank you for your service. I know you've been a chingona here. You've always made sure things, if it didn't smell right, look right you asked why it doesn't smell right, look right. So, and I've always admired that part of you because sometimes I need, I can't do that sometimes and you could, and that's why we were always a good chair, vice chair. And I saw that with you and Devin, right? You guys were a great team in that same sense too. Um, and then and then I saw that in Devin's leadership and I, and I see that in Victoria and Janine's leadership, right? Um, the wheel will keep turning, but it—someone had to be the first. But you're not the last, because we have Victoria as the next Latina leader, right? Uh, Janine is the first native, right? And but uh, just thank you for your service. That's it.
1: you said thank you after all and now it's my turn to say thank you to you. Um, I echo everything that's been said and the mentorship that you've offered me so generously the leadership that you've modeled so seamlessly effortlessly um, and the voice that you've given to equity in this Commission to youth in our Commission will carry on forever. And we'll make sure that it does. If it starts to get quiet, we'll bring back up our Gallardo good voice um, because you have said things that uh, we've all thought. And from watching you, I've learned how to say them. So I want to thank you very much for everything that you've taught me, all of the uh, dedication and of self that you've given to this commission and to our city and to all of your efforts uh, for youth and young women and women in general um, in our great city and probably much farther reaching than our city, I'm sure. So thank you for being here tonight. Thank you for letting us honor you. Thank you for all of your work. And I'm going to come on down there. I'm going to hand you a a plaque, and we're going to take a pick.
4: You ready for this? Yes, thank you. I I just have to say that um, you know I've been a public servant for 35 years. Uh, I was in the seat that Mindy was in uh, years ago. And uh, this work isn't easy. It takes time, and it takes dedication. And I just wanted to thank you guys for your passion to public service. Because uh, at the end of the day, uh, we have courage to make sure that we're representing our constituents. And, and that's not always something that people talk about. Uh, but obviously, it's something that I admire. So thanks so much. Thank
2: you. Awesome. 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 Thank you. Oh, Can you take a picture with Raymond? Yes, yes. Oh, that's so kind.
1: Awesome.
4: Oh, oh my gosh. So
10: yes.
1: Well, thank, thank you. you. Oh, oh.
4: Yeah. yeah, why don't you come yes. around this way and we'll take a picture like we do. I'm kind of fucked up Oh, okay. I know the secret code. I'll take one over. One over You want to come
1: down here? Okay. All right. Let's do it real quick. <laughs> let's go real quick. Okay, I would like to remind the members of the public and chambers that if you would like to speak on an agenda item, please turn in a speaker slip when the item begins. You'll have two minutes to speak once you're called on, and after the first speaker, you will no longer, we will no longer accept speaker slips. We will now proceed with today's agenda. Please rise for the opening acknowledgments in honor of Sacramento's indigenous people and tribal lands. To the original people of this land, the Nisenan people, the southern Maidu Valley and Plains Miwok, Patwin, Wintun peoples, and the people of Wilton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe, may we acknowledge and honor the native people who came before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather together today in the active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation for Sacramento's indigenous people's history, contributions, and lives. Thank you. Let's stay standing for the Pledge of Allegiance, please. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. You may be seated. Our first business today is approval of the consent calendar. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on the consent calendar?
0: Thank you, Chair. There are no speaker slips for the consent calendar.
1: Any commissioners like to speak on the consent calendar? Okay. Do I have a motion to pass the consent calendar? I motion to pass. Thank you. Do we have a second? Second. Okay. We've got a, thank you. We have a motion by Vice Chair Gaines and a second by Commissioner King. Yes. Um, All in favor, say Aye. Any opposed? Abstentions? Okay, the motion passes. Okay, we're now gonna proceed to the discussion calendar and we're gonna go to item number two, which, is—or excuse me, we're going to go to item number one, the approval of Parks Community Enrichment meeting minutes, which we just approved. Okay, sorry, Let me get all the Rita feels out of me and we can get going forward here. Okay, it's time to do the selection of chair and vice chair for calendar year 2024. Clerk, do you have a staff report? Uh,
0: there's no presentation, um, however, um, I will read a script here. So good evening, my name is Cecilia Ventress from the office of the city clerk. There's no staff presentation on this item. All information is detailed in your staff report. However, I will remind members of a few things. Members may nominate another member or themselves for chair or vice chair. Typically, nominations will be heard for the chair position and followed by nominations or vice chair. A member may serve as a chairperson or vice chairperson for no more than two calendar years. The newly elected chairperson and vice chairperson will start their terms at the next regular meeting. Lastly, of the current roster, member Flores is not eligible to serve as a chair as he has served two calendar years in this position. However, all members are eligible to serve as vice chair.
1: Thank you, clerk, I appreciate that. Do I have any members of the public who wish to speak on this item?
0: Thank you, chair, we have no speaker slips for this item. Do I have any commissioners who would like to speak on this item? Commissioner Kingis,
5: I would like to nominate you, Victoria, to be our chair again.
1: We have a second. Second. Okay, we have a motion by Commissioner Kingis. We have a second by Commissioner Herman. Um, Clerk, would you like to call the roll?
0: Thank you, Chair. Commissioners, please unmute. Commissioner Ford is absent. No, no, I'm here. Oh, I'm
10: sorry.
0: I'm <laughs> sorry. sorry. It took me here. Present. <laughs> sorry <laughs> Commissioner Liu. I'm
11: um, here. Yes.
0: Commissioner Robbins. Yes. yes. Commissioner Herman.
11: Yes. yes.
0: Commissioner King. Yes. Commissioner Flores. Yes. Vice Chair Gaines. Yes. Commissioner Rosso. Yes. Commissioner Kingis. Yep. Commissioner Boone. Aye. Commissioner Salinas-Collins is absent. And Chair Vasquez. Aye. Thank you, motion passes. Thank you, thank you for that.
1: Thank you everyone, we've got a big year ahead of us. I'm, I'm honored and flattered and happy to serve. So now we'll take a motion for Vice Chair. Do we have any commissioners who'd like to speak on this? I see, Commissioner Flores.
9: Thank you. I was gonna nominate myself for chair, but apparently I couldn't, so I got called out specifically. That's, uh, no, that's fine. That, that, that's hilarious. Uh, I did do my two terms, so that's fine. Um, for vice chair, yes, I would like to re-nominate uh, the current vice chair, Miss Janine Gaines. Um, I think she did an excellent job this past year. Uh, Like I said earlier during the Rita comments, uh, she is not only, I believe, the first black woman vice chair, but also the first native uh, vice chair. I know, um, as I was saying to Rita, also when something doesn't smell right, I know you advocate and make sure why things are not, uh, doesn't smell right and ask the right questions to get the the answers done. So I would like to uh, nominate her for a second term
1: we have a second? Second. Wonderful. Thank you. We have a nomination of Vice Chair Gaines for the 2024 year by Commissioner Flores and a second by Commissioner Ford. Clerk, would you call the roll, please?
0: Thank you, Chair. Commissioners, please unmute. Commissioner Ford? Aye. Commissioner Liu? Yes. Commissioner Robbins? Aye. Commissioner Herman? Aye. Commissioner and King?
10: Me. Yes.
0: Commissioner Flores, aye. Commissioner or Vice Chair Gaines, yes. Commissioner Rosso, yes. Commissioner is aye. Commissioner Boone, aye. Commissioner Salinas Collins is absent, and Vice Chair Vasquez, yes. Thank you. Motion passes. Congratulations. Congratulations.
1: Thank you so much, Vice Chair Gaines, and thank you to everyone. All right, we're going to move on. And thank you, Clerk. Welcome to our commission today. We're happy to have you here today.
0: Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Absolutely.
1: Great. We also have Anthony Munoz on the stand today instead of Director Beecham, if you were wondering. Thank you for being here.
12: Thank you. It's a little bit different being on this side as opposed to doing the presentations over there. So (laughs) I'll take it for now.
1: (laughs) Great job. Thanks so much. Our next item is item number three the 2024 proposed parks and community enrichment commission work plan do we have a staff presentation
13: yeah good evening um, I'm going to do it from here versus standing up uh, that's fine okay <laughs> Well, good evening, commissioners. And again, congratulations, chair and vice chair. Um, We got a lot accomplished last year. So just wanna set the tone with that. Thank you everybody for all of your participation making last last year's work plan that we accomplished a good one and looking forward to what 2024 has to offer. This is just a reminder that it's attached in the agenda, but the 2024 work plan does come back at the next meeting. Uh, to vote on for you know as a consent item so you always can approve the work plan for next year this is kind of just go over this is the framework that we've kind of already put together Uh, wanted to highlight some of the standing items that come on an annual basis things related to our budget presentation our deferred maintenance Um, the other highlights that we have are volunteer recognition which annually get you know brought to which is a a good thing for for the commission I kind of wanted to highlight some of those things. Today's the opportunity and just kind of like the reminder. Again, we set the framework for our work plan and throughout the year, it's subject to change. Like it's not set in stone as things come up, as we have as a department, some you know, items that we want to bring to you or you guys are interested in items um, and they fit in our work plan. We try to you know bring those back um, as requested. So basically, I'm open, we're, I'm opening it up. We wanna hear your comments on potential items for 2024 that you all would like to see so we could, you know, consider those as a department, um, as an executive team and see if we can bring some of those things back. So that way when we come back next month, you know, we can make some changes to the work plan based on suggestions um, and see what we can work into the plan. But that's basically it for for the presentation. Just wanted to open the floor to you all and kind of jot down some ideas or presentations that you would you're looking forward to or wanting to see if we can bring uh, this upcoming year.
1: Well, thank you so much. Do we have any members of the public who wish to speak on this item?
0: Thank you, Chair. We have no speaker slips for this item.
1: Wonderful. Commissioners, it's our turn to speak on this item. I'm going to call on Vice Chair Gaines, please.
8: Thank you. Um, So I guess my question would be, Like, let's say we don't have anything concrete tonight or even when we pass, what is the timeline that is needed if there was something that we wanted to speak about? Like, is it, like, when's the cutoff if we're like, hey, this just popped up, how long do we need before we can get it onto the agenda? Um, Because it sounds like there's some meetings that the executive team has before it goes on. So can you just walk us through what that timeline looks like?
13: Yeah, generally when um, we have to submit something to the clerk's office. It has to be 19 days in advance of our meeting schedule just to allow the clerk to do their thing as far as approval goes um, and make sure everything looks good and for posting. But I think this kind of lends itself to our next item um, where we are gonna discuss bringing a commissioner or follow up log. And I think that'll be something that you'll see that we're gonna add to the consent calendar on a monthly basis. So when you guys have items throughout the year that you want to speak or want to hear or get more information on, it may not always be a presentation back to the group, um, but we will handle those things accordingly and get it jotted down on that commissioner commissioner follow-up log so you guys can all see that on a monthly basis and we will as a department try to act on those things that you bring up. So hopefully that allows the flexibility as you guys on a monthly basis come here with those ideas or things that are triggered based on presentations that we maybe bring um, on that month, if that makes sense.
1: Great, and it looks like we'll discuss that in our next item of the follow-up log again, so thank you. Correct. Commissioner Flores.
9: Thank you, Chair. Um, I don't like doing things that used to be and then we're in a new era of the commission, but I know when, when I was a lead on this commission and working with the previous chairs that were in this room earlier, this item came in in January. And um, it, it's an opportunity for us to have this because of Brown Act and other things, you know, to have that crosstalk with each other and, and with the E team. Um, because some items, uh, yeah, there's gonna be items that are gonna come up all of a sudden and then uh, vice chair your your question is appropriate but then there's other as new commissioners are coming online and um that this item will always be like a january type item or first of the year item to hey let's calendar out a commission year uh because the sentiment of this commission is yes there's going to be items on the calendar that we're always going to have to hear right those annual reports which are are awesome right uh, like I love LNL when we hear there's always going to be the budget. There's always going to be active, you know, um, but it's it's also our opportunity. to. So we're not just hearing the staples of this department. There's also going to be like district, maybe some district specific needs. Um, so, so this is just more commentary for as the new commissioners are, some of them are just ending the first year of service um, that uh, to put in their they're, they're, the reason why they became commissioners is to put in their input and 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 help shape the calendar as well and I think that's why we are a commission that is a, a top tier commission for the city so just you know just that's just food for thought I know that was done in the past but it's and it's great that this this next item is then the tracker of that too so that's awesome that's something that hasn't been done in the previous uh, so that's just the table set um, from things done in the past to this current and new era. Um, I know something I would I would like to see, and I know that's something that um, as a new park amenities coming online in 24 is like the Del Rio Trail. I know that's like a District 7 specific amenity, but is a citywide gem that's gonna be coming online, but it does cross multiple districts. Um, I know they're having coffee chats with neighbors. There's gonna be a sense of, the public safety aspect of the trail. Uh, so maybe some, t- and I know there's gonna have to be some of that District 7 and E-Team conversation, when do we calendar, uh, have space in that, in that time, but then how do we have a conversation of other trails of other park amenities of community engagement, public safety as items come online, like a Del Rio trail, uh, where multiple constituencies are involved, um, and a and a and a public safety plan and like I said, the Del Rio Trail is just top of mind for later on in this year, and neighbors are already concerned about elements that uh, are already manifesting. And technically, it's not a park item yet, but it, it's going to be right. It's going to be under Shannon's purview sooner rather than later. And I'm I'm already assuming she's already she's already getting a lot of those emails. Uh, so I don't know what to call that, but. I think there's an item there somewhere. So uh, so I know there's some notation there, but then like I said, there's other trails and other items that are citywide that, that, that could be a commission level item to address. Um, I knew there was other, other uh, items. I know I saw on the calendar in the staff report, there was the gift to shares. Uh, I know we've had some communication, so like some of that process, maybe at least a 101 here, I know that's, that seems to be it, but then there's gonna be probably items, now that we had the 101 and had that, and then what does it take after to, to, to codify some of that? So I'm glad that's on the calendar too. That's something that's gonna be new. Uh, and I'm sure I'm gonna have other items, but yeah, um, I love how this item is still first of year to, to help uh, make this commission have that we can, we can talk to each other in this forum uh, that affects the city from our perspective. So thank you. And and
13: yeah, just to Commissioner Flores' point, that's what this is for. So items that you guys are, you know, when you look at the plan and kind of the roadmap that we've laid out, it's it's offering up those ideas a great example was gifts to share being on there we have our tree uh, maintenance you know kind of update that we're going to do next month that was something that was requested by this commission and so we are excited to bring that forward in our next meeting as well so this is the conversation starter for you guys to say hey there's some things going on WO rio trail uh, i noted it but that's kind of the idea of what this is we're going to try to take some of these ideas take it back to the team Get them incorporated in our work plan if we can and so then that, that way next month when we come here we can adopt it you guys can all vote and say yeah we're, we're good with the the plan as it stands for now with knowing that items do come up as we go
1: commissioner kengis
5: I'm not sure if this would be something we would look at offline or if it would be an agenda item, but I would love to see some transparency around the department's grant writing strategy, what grants we are already going for, and what missed opportunities might be out there. I know staff bandwidth is kind of continually an issue as well as budget, so given that a lot of the commissioners here have grant writing experience, it could be another way that we could help volunteer our time, augment the staff's efforts and maybe bring some more resources to the department for some of the things we want to
1: get done. Thank you. Can we add to that maybe discussing if you have a full-time position for that, maybe that's something we would want to think about.
13: Yeah, we could we can discuss that because we are building our uh, a, like grant management team. We have uh, a team of three program specialists, a couple of them being new, coming onto our team to help manage our overall city grant portfolio. So that is something that we can definitely uh, report back on. Thank you.
14: Uh,
1: Commissioner Boone. Oh, I'm sorry.
12: <clears throat> Sorry, I just wanted to add, but I, I think uh, part of that conversation is just the collaboration and connecting with our teams and those resources and the positions that we already have, and uh, potentially making our department aware of certain grant opportunities that we might not already have explored. So I think there's opportunity for that.
15: Um, similar
6: to Commissioner Kangas, I would love to see more in the gifts to share that Barbara's going to be providing. in March around like past donations. Um, I don't know if there's a log, I don't know like how FPPC disclosure law works, but if you can't necessarily provide like the entity or the association that gave the funds, just even the dollar amounts, so that we know like what is a realistic um, benchmark and like what are what are what are good years, right? Um, and I would just love to see how how we can aspire to like set manageable expectations um, because I know that is one of our responsibilities. Thank
1: you. Vice Chair Gaines.
8: Thank you. Um, Okay, so one thing looking at the calendar, and this is like a logistical thing, um, we have items listed for October, but we actually don't have a meeting scheduled for October 3rd. Um, And then we have the December recess and there's no meeting, but there is a meeting in December. So just to,
13: It was working with the clerk's office to make sure that schedule. I will get that in. This again, this is a draft, but those were two things that, again, like you're pointing out, (laughs) we have to have this stuff in there before, you know, to kick it off. Those are a couple of things that I highlighted as well to correct. Awesome. So thank you. you. And, And you'll notice too, a couple of the months have lighter. Uh, items as far as work plan goes us as a team are still working on making sure we fill in so every meaning everything that we had do here is meaningful it's not just coming here to have one presentation you know it's like we don't want to waste anyone's time as, as well so you'll see when you look from month to month some are heavier some are lighter again taking feedback that we get here and try to incorporate some of that in our work plan is, is the goal
8: perfect and then a second thing um, I would love to see a um, presentation even if it's only once a year about how um, we're supporting or dealing with our unhoused neighbors and homeless camps because I think that's a huge um, issue in the parks and people call us. And I know that it doesn't just fall to the city staff because there are state laws that pop up, there's like county work happening, like work across the city, um, but we get asked about it. So just to even have that update of like, hey, here's how we're like moving things forward or hey, FYI, there was a six month stop where we could not move people out of parks and here's what that looked like. Um, I just think there's so much that happens um, around encampments and our unhoused neighbors. It'd be great to have an update of just how you guys are, uh, you know, working across departments to support that.
1: Great. Thank you, Vice Chair Gaines. Um, Also, can we just take a pause? And because the draft work plan is actually not um, printed out on everyone's agendas, can you just say per month what you have scheduled? I think that's what we're looking for.
13: So you want me to go month by month with every item?
1: Not every item, but the the staff report (laughs) meets of the meeting.
13: So in Jan, we we know what today's is. Next month, we are bringing this, the work planned back to you guys for as a consent item. And then again, the trees and the parks, the strengths, opportunities, and challenges, which is I think a big thing that we were excited to bring forward. Um, in March, right now, tentatively scheduled, we have our park plan 2040 uh, update. We have our Morton Golf uh, coming back in uh, to provide a presentation based on feedback, uh, our gifts to share, as, as we mentioned as well, so some, some more detailed information about kind of the accounts we have set up. Uh, we moved up in April this time our budget review to take to bring the budget to you guys uh, a month sooner, so we could again take feedback, listen to uh, you know the annual budget uh, for review. We have our deferred maintenance list in May. Um, then we have our June. Uh, we have our Park Safety Ranger annual updates. Um, August is the selection of our volunteer award uh, winners, which one of the highlights for us, so we can bring them back. Uh, to accept those awards. Um, I'm trying to think of, you know, a lot of the stuff is in August, September is more of our summer highlights, like as programs are going on with our aquatics and Camp Sacramento. Uh, those items are kind of in the, uh, permitting in events. Some of those highlighted items or annual reports that we bring to the team are slated for those months. And then, again, I mean, I think overall that's that basically... Uh, the gist of I would say like the meat of what what we're doing and again taking feedback now from you all just to see how we can make the work plan coming
12: up you know better thanks Ray uh, and I think part of the feedback is that w- with this with the meat that's laid out in these presentations as, as Commissioner Flores had mentioned it's, as we have these recurring meetings that we are doing on an annual basis but to take the feedback now to be able to apply those into certain presentations that we already have lined up and um, you know, with the with the unhoused issues and stuff that you're, you're talking about, that's part of our park safety division. That as we have that presentation, we can incorporate you know, the the details of that that request in those presentations. Uh, when we talk about the Del Rio Trail, as we have our park planning team here doing a presentation, we can incorporate those things uh, up front and potentially put them in months that they're um, they make sense for you to hear this information and be a part of and, and to be able to. Um, receive the information in a timely manner thank you thank you for that commissioner herman thank you chair
9: um my overall understanding could be flawed but um how do items fall off the calendar such that we no longer have a meeting which i believe is what happened in december and how
13: can we get notification of that in advance so that that doesn't happen I don't know, Jen, Jen, I don't know if you can help me with, with how that, that part works.
16: Offered if it just hadn't, thank you, whoever, I didn't push the right button. Um, so you know, I'm not sure if it um, fell off the calendar so much as it wasn't scheduled um, initially when the city council scheduled that meeting, I, but I don't know the specifics on that. Um, but, you know, the, but the calendar is adopted at the beginning of each year. Um, so, you know, we do have, if there are, you know, we can certainly, if you haven't already been provided with a copy of the calendar for the coming year, we could certainly provide that to everyone.
9: Was there a meeting in December on the calendar? Clerk? Yeah. Sure.
1: For the clerk's office, whether that was a regularly scheduled meeting?
4: But to be honest, I'm not sure, so we'll have to look into that for you to see. And I don't believe so. I don't believe so, but we'll double check.
1: We'll get back to
4: staff. Yes, there was. It was scheduled.
1: Sorry, just to interrupt. Yes.
16: <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, we'll have to double check to see exactly what happened. Commissioner
10: Ford. Kind of like going forward, right? Just understanding procedurally how that happens. I I don't think we can walk back what happened. I think it's just thinking forward. So I think the ask is like just clarifying about the
4: procedure going forward. Thank you. I appreciate that.
13: Right. And when we bring this back in February, we can make sure that, that everything is tight, cleaned up, and And have the answers that you know follow up with the clerk's office as well, just to make sure that everyone's on the same page moving forward. Thank you
1: I appreciate that, and do you want to kind of speak to uh, like the monthly agenda meetings that we have, or just kind of the process that we have as a chair and a vice chair and a team that is probably not transparent to the rest of the commission
13: we currently have monthly meetings set up with the chair and vice chair to go over upcoming agenda items. We generally do the the one that we are kind of working through and the one that's coming up. So we do like one month in advance as well. And so that allows or it's like allows to hear feedback. I'm sure that you guys are giving or that you may, you know, have input on. So that does actually help and benefit as we kind of navigate through this. And if things come up and I think a lot of the times that's when they, you know, we hear some of the concerns or issues that you guys all have um, that you guys want to hear and I think those meetings are beneficial to kind of go over a summary kind of where we are what what's coming up and if we need to make any changes on the fly based on things that come up like site plan reviews things like that that it's like hey we're ready to move this forward before it goes to council based on timing as anthony said you know that's something that potentially in these in these meetings that we have with the chair and vice chair monthly that we could make these changes um kind of on the fly
4: for that
1: clarification i do want to speak to december i was giving um clerk and and council a chance to Way in there, um, but we did have items, and we did have a meeting scheduled, and we did have um, the age-friendly plan that was going to be coming to us that needed more time. All right, so when we lose an item and it's our only item, then the 916 standing day update, from what I was uh, informed, was not a regular item, so it did not constitute enough meeting things. Um, And it was explained to me that instead of scrambling to try to get something to speak of, instead the meeting would be canceled, Um, which I'm sure you all know is very frustrating uh, for all of us who give our time and all of us our dedication and and our love to this and take time away from our families to be here to discuss things and feel like we're asking often for things to be discussed and then to be told you don't have anything to discuss um, can feel very personal. So I just want to add that on record that it feels very personal that a December meeting would be canceled with a week's notice. Um, And I want that process to be clear and transparent and not opaque. So I appreciate the question and I thank you for asking it and I think this is our first chance this year to say all of the things that we want to talk about all the year so that they can get onto this agenda and that we don't run into that issue again. And I also want to speak to um, the different day. We're meeting on a different day uh, without notice, without uh, being asked and I'm understanding that they're simply assigned and we don't have a choice in that. I would love to receive a uh, copy of the calendar that's been published. I understand that other commissions meetings that were postponed have been returned. For example the Active Transportation Commission is meeting now in Old City Hall right now at the same time. Um, So I think that calendar might have changed and it makes me concerned that if I was a member of the public who wanted to attend the active transportation committee meeting um, and this committee meeting our Commission meetings I wouldn't be able to I'd have to choose one or the other um, so that is something that I would like to talk about maybe going forward maybe that's an update that we could get from clerk's office I know we have substitute clerks today and a first-time clerk here with our Commission here today so I don't want to put you in that hot seat uh, but I do want to add to our list that this is something I would like to discuss and I appreciate uh, the question I would also like to add to that can we change Meeting uh, to the third Thursday, which is a request I got from a commissioner. So I'm saying it here out loud that we'd like to discuss that. Uh, commissioner Robbins, please.
2: Yeah, I just wanted to reflect that it's officially one year, and I'm just gonna like spitball what the members of our community said. So, like, you know, when we get people to come in here, because as you see, it's not a full house. We want to encourage people to come in, and we can't even have them phone in anymore. So, like, I mean, I the. Per, protected natural area of people. We had a whole presentation on that. Maybe we could start doing a quarterly report on that and make sure that their voices are heard and we're continually working on that instead of just not bringing it up. Uh, I'll echo, echo vice mayor, you know, always a homeless. I mean, um, uh, my sort of vice chair, there's always homeless reports. The 301s, uh, the Rangers, like give them a quarterly report, let them know like your voice and your impact is being known. You're being a uh, servant of our community and it's affected and thank you for that you know people they e-comment we need you to do that and another one would be a quarterly report of the lack of use is the forgotten sports the gives disc people that come in here the people that do pickleball we have these courts and they're not being used we want to utilize that every uh, quarter I don't know how we can do a report but let people say, hey we have these new courts we have these splash pads that are forgotten we had the rugby team that was honored this year you know hey these are where you could play rugby at. a lot of people don't know this stuff so a quarterly reports like hey if you're disc call uh, people there's None in D three, but there's one in D two. You could enjoy that. And then if there's really places that we don't know, like there's a baseball field. I always say Guardland Park, baseball field that never gets used. We're just going to leave it there when we do a report. Like maybe there's another sport and there's another demand that we could do that and have a quarterly report in each districts that we could bring on that. So shooting from the hip. Sorry everybody, but that's just my reflection of the last year and how that could help coming up this year. So thank you.
1: Fantastic. Thank you, Commissioner. Commissioner King.
15: Yes, Thank you, um, okay, so I have a couple things specifically um, and I heard what you were saying that if there's specific items that we want to hear on the already Planned agenda, so when we're talking to the Rangers what I'd really like to see is like a staffing report um, Filled filled or unfilled vacancies um, Any turnover and then also an update on the um, The electronic system and getting the electronic system that they reported on last year or this past year and how that's going and get um, an update on that process with the DCR because I know that that's an issue that there's been things that they've been reporting and that they've just been sitting in a queue on 311 so just definitely just an update on that And then specifically when it comes to part maintenance reports, um, if you guys do come and do any presentation for us, can you please give us an update on field usage and field maintenance? I know that not all of it is done by our department, but I would really like to see um, when... Our fields have last been aerated. How they're maintained, all of that kind of things, because we get a lot of questions from the community about the fields. So, um, I think that's all I have. Thank you.
1: Mr. Kengis, you. is your hand still raised from before? Is it my yes.
5: I was just looking at this again and I don't see the 21st Ave um, park that's being built coming back to the commission and I think we'd requested to see an updated plan for that when it was presented. Just wanted to comment
1: on that. Commissioner Ford. Ford or Lou, which one? Okay, Ford.
10: Hi. I think for me it's more like, like logistics, and this is, I think, just generally. Um, I felt like last this last year, it was my first year, and of course a lot of the information that is provided, a lot of the presentations are super helpful, um, but, I, but I do find it that sometimes I think I've heard from other commissions as well that ours is probably the longest, right? Some of them could be three hours and a half, four. That's, I'm exaggerating four, but... Um, I I would just like to propose like ensuring that um, you know, we have jobs, kids, caretakers, et cetera. So just um just being mindful, I think, of our time and time in and presentation, um and, and then just spending um maybe too much time on one item, right? And I think that's generally for everyone, not just, you know, um for park staff or et cetera. Um and so I don't know if there's a way to say like we should you know have a framework around the a lot of time for presentations and a lot of time for us to give feedback as well. Um, maybe just ensuring that we get presentations in advance and so that when we come here we're more prepared to um, provide any input we may have. Um, or also just being clear about um, if it's just a general report out, it's just a general report out, or is there something specifically that you want advice on, or opinion on, or recommendation on? Um, Thank you.
1: Thank you. Or our advocacy on in your staff reports. If there's a part of your report that you really want us to know, like the Camp Sacramento, you know, it's all falling apart. Tell us what's falling apart, right? Um, Maybe there's an opportunity there to, knowing what month it's coming, you know, ask us the month before, did you have any specific details that you really wanted to hear in this presentation? Um, Instead of being surprised at the end by a question that you might not have thought of when you made your presentation, maybe that's a practice that we could get into. And I would encourage you in your uh, monthly meetings with your team and the Parks Department to bring those up as they occur so that you don't forget it by the next time we meet together again. Uh, Commissioner Liu. Oops.
11: The the quarterly things everybody's been talking about, that's a good thing. Uh, field Those field things, the safety, the homeless, the all those things uh, those are all things that we need to, a lot of things Robbie hit on, those things are important. Just want to say, yeah, on that. Um, also, our our staff meetings are important. I know that I didn't get a staff meeting this today, so I just wanted to make sure that everybody, I just want to put on record that I didn't get a staff meeting, so I'm kind of in the dark of this month of what's been going on, so because of, district 2's little thing going on i didn't get a staff meeting
1: you mean a meeting invitation commissioner
11: Uh,
1: agenda Uh, email what do you mean
11: our park staff meeting like our pre-meeting with the council and the office by district district yeah our district staff meeting
12: yeah um We'll regroup on those. Uh, the, the monthly meeting uh, okay. didn't take place, yeah, uh, I just, obviously. I so I just wanted
11: to put that out there. Yeah, that I was kind of in the dark. So just put it on record. Thank you.
12: Also,
13: too, with the new commissioner, we'll make sure that we get you set up. You know, you both. I know uh, Elias not here today, but we'll just make sure that I reach out to you to get you. Anyone who isn't in a district, it doesn't mean you can't participate in a district meeting. Um, so we'll make sure we get you all included in at least one of those, because we do have them on a monthly basis. They are helpful to hear and they have updates specific for um, those district areas. So we'll make sure we get that for everybody.
1: Thank you for that clarity and thank you for that clarity. And can we please remember to invite our at largest to all of them and our mayoral to all of them they can attend which one they think um, is appropriate for them. So I appreciate that, thank you. Anything else, Commissioner? Well, Commissioner King, then.
15: Uh, Okay, two things. So what I really appreciated in last year's presentation was trending. So what happened last year and how it's improved or um, not improved, right? Gone better or worse. Um, So if we can continue that, that was always really helpful to see. Um, And then also, I think I saw a posting for a volunteer coordinator position with your department. Is that correct? Did I make that up? Uh, I made it up. Okay, never mind. uh, So, (laughs) thank you. That's all.
12: If nobody else has anything. Go Uh, go ahead. I'll go after you.
15: Any
1: other commissioners like to add something to our yearly chart? Okay. Um, So, some of the things that I would like to request, I've just requested over the last couple of years, um, but I want to bring them back to the top, is one I was really excited when our equity dashboard started to take shape and we got the great um, fields as the first tab. I want to know where is that in the process? How are we going to use it going forward? What are the next tabs? Uh, What's going on with it? I would really like a report back on that. Um, With volunteer program as well, we've had such a wonderful, um, and I'm going to put two things here together, we've had such a wonderful experience working with Ms. Reed, Mrs. Reed. Um, And I really want to know two things one. What is the volunteer program doing now? What's happening now? Um, We had some conversations about looping in our youth commissioner in the past to help develop like a youth pathway I want to know is that being worked on as our new youth commissioner comes into us next month into this group and our partnerships in general I know uh, Commissioner Guerrero was always really good about reminding us to work with our nonprofits and work with our uh, for-profit PARTNERS IN THE COMMUNITY. AND BECAUSE IT'S OUR ROLE TO BRING IN THOSE RESOURCES AND TO MAKE THOSE CONNECTIONS, I WANT TO KNOW WHO ARE WE ALWAYS WORKING WITH, WHO HAS REACHED OUT AND WANTED TO WORK WITH US SO WE CAN KNOW WHO TO ASK AND WE CAN KNOW WHO TO KEEP TALKING TO. SO I THINK THAT'S REALLY IMPORTANT IF WE could GET A REPORT BACK ON PARTNERSHIPS, um, CURRENT AND HOPEFULS. Um, I WOULD ALSO LIKE TO KNOW WHAT IS GOING ON WITH COMMUNITY ENGAGEMENT. Um, WHAT IS OUR STRATEGY ASIDE FROM TABLING? Uh, WHEN WE ARE GOING OUT AND ASKING THE COMMUNITY FOR THEIR INPUT, ESPECIALLY IN, LIKE, PARK DESIGN, um, DO WE HAVE A MINIMUM REQUIREMENT IF THAT'S BEING HANDED TO A CONTRACTOR TO DO? DO WE HAVE EXPECTATIONS THAT WE'RE HANDING THEM? WHAT IS OUR GOAL? HOW ARE WE ENFORCING EQUITY WHEN WE ARE SPEAKING WITH OUR COMMUNITIES? Um, SPECIFICALLY, ONE OF THE THINGS I'VE MENTIONED IS HOW ARE WE REACHING THEM BECAUSE WE KNOW A LOT OF THEM ARE NOT ONLINE. I WOULD LIKE TO HAVE um, A PRESENTATION ABOUT ACCESSIBILITY. WHAT IS THE DIFFERENCE BETWEEN Accessibility, that's the state requirement when we're talking about things like rubber ground and matting and um, mulch, that is enough inches for wheelchairs to go through, and accessible play equipment, right? Inclusive equipment and accessibility. I feel very confused on that, and I would really like for us to understand in depth what is possible, what is the law, what are we doing so we can set a standard for as a city for what we aim to accomplish. Um, I would like to, uh, the rugby I was going to bring up, but you got it. Good job, Kamish. Um, grants, you got that too. Um, I would like to have an update on our five-year strategic plan. I know that it expired at the end of 2023 without our 2040 general plan being passed yet. So obviously everything's going to be later than that. But what are we subscribing to now? How did it go I would like a wrap-up of at least of that last 2023 year of all of the recommendations that were there did we meet them do we not meet them and i would like to have that before we start discussing our new parks plan because i don't know where we are where we left off what we need to carry forward and as we are starting that new parks plan i hear you loud and clear commissioner ford on the timing um, also as a mother who has two daughters at home if you're watching hi um, I never know where to look <laughs> I also don't want us to be here all night long right I, I know that passing a parks plan is going to take some time it probably will take more than one meeting And so I'm going to be more cognizant going forward uh, as my promise to you and to this whole Commission to Postpone an item or forward it or continue it or whatever the technical term is to get it done next time If we run out of time I don't want us to not have enough time And I want us to get out of here in time to have our lives uh, back to us as well so um, for the last two years, one thing that's come up, um, I know the first year I was on the the second year I was on the commission, this is my fourth year starting. Um, bathrooms were requested by everyone. I think like four different people said, I want to know, why don't we have bathrooms? It's not convenient for children. And we have received the answer that they're costly and we can't afford it. I would like to see the answer with an equity lens. I would like to see which parks have bathrooms, how are they funded? which ones have the greatest need, and can we get that as a tab on our equity dashboard? Because we don't know what funding to ask for if we don't know where the the holes are there in that system. And if we wanna go forward with something like, going forward, we want all of our regional or semi-regional parks to have a bathroom, then we have to have something in place. So I'd really like to see the bathroom conversation revisited. Um, The staff meetings. Sorry. I don't know why I didn't understand what you were talking about But I do now Uh, when we have our team meeting with your district every month I feel like we answer a lot of questions there, but that's also not transparent to the community So I feel like that's something I might like to add to the follow-up log that we're going to talk about next Because when we're solving issues with our City Council team our parks team and a commissioner and actually the entire executive team that comes every month those answers they're either relayed directly through us or through a council member staff. There's no way for the community to weigh in on that or have that conversation. Um, So maybe there's a way to report that back a little more officially so that we can invite that conversation to come forward with the public and not solve problems behind doors and play a lot of um, telephone. I don't know if you can call it playing telephone when you're on email, but uh, catching up with all the threads. So I'd like to revisit that. Um, I would also like to, at another time, ask the commission to have a conversation about the new email addresses that we have. Are they working for you? Are they not working for you? How do the at-larges have them when I feel like they're all the same address? Um, do we want to pivot? Has it worked? That's my last thing that I'm going to bring up that I would like to add, please. Please and thank you.
14: And then
13: I could just chime in on the... Um on the email addresses because Jackie, who isn't here, she wanted me to make sure, especially as we kick off this year, that everyone has access to it. The, the ones that I have note is for Lindsay because I've, uh, and um, Sierra. Sierra, I don't think has a Gmail, but we want to get her connected to the at-large as well. So I just want to make sure I'll reach out to those two individually along with Mark and our new youth commissioner to make sure that they have the standard if anyone else has problem with logging in you should have all g- gained access already but I can help with that as well I can shoot that out to the group and then you can respond individually you know through a BCC if you guys have any issues but for Lindsay and Sierra I know I got to get you guys make sure you have the access to the gmail um, Sierra has to you have to create one so I could uh, forward you uh, the standard but to, to clean that up not saying if that works for you all or whatever, but just wanted to make sure that you guys know there is some housekeeping still just to get the standard, especially with the new uh, commissioners coming on.
7: Fantastic.
1: Thank you. Mr. Munoz
12: yeah i just want to um start by saying thank you to everybody for the feedback i think there's a lot of good ideas that have that have been shared um the quarterly reports and and trying to find opportunities and ways for this information to live there so we're not reporting back to one person or one district or you know this is this is information that should that we can produce potentially one time that could be utilized by everybody so it's something we're looking at at doing moving forward um so it's good feedback um, and then just when we, when we when we talk about these these monthly district check-ins and, and the access uh, to our whole executive team and all the different divisions within our department to be able to um, have those resources available on a monthly basis I think goes a long way uh, for the teams for us to hear the feedback of what you're hearing directly in the community um, and any potential um, gaps in communication that we might be having that we can turn around and um, bridge those gaps sooner than later and instead of waiting for a monthly presentation in june it's something that we can address uh, quicker or sooner um, whether or not it is a memo whether or not it's moving one of these agenda items up from september to potentially june regard you know whatever that might be. But uh, this is the feedback that I think we needed to hear to be able to bridge those gaps moving forward, to develop an agenda uh, for this calendar year to be able to uh, strategically place stuff that's relevant to the commission and to the public and for our staff. Uh, When we go back to these presentations, I think um, to, to Commissioner Ford's point, Um, we work with our staff to be able to tailor these presentations to the commission to to provide the relevant up-to-date information uh, in a timely manner and I think I think the goal and the focus is is always that but as we get closer to those potential agenda items and something may shift and change and there's there's something different or or new that might need to be added to those presentations so we're not just you know um, providing the same information over uh, that might not be utilized uh, to maximum efficiency. It's something that I think um, I know we'll get better on this year and continue to do. And um, I appreciate everybody's feedback because this is something that, that I know moving forward this year will be will be cleaner, I think, when it, when it comes to our presentations, uh, our monthly meetings, and being able to bridge those gaps for the public. Fantastic.
1: Yeah. Fantastic. Thank, you. Thank you. Commissioner Flores?
9: Yeah, really quick, I also think last year was a bit of a table set year also because so many commissioners came online, and so there, there had to have been a, hey, here's some of that background too. So like in 24, 25, some of that table set is no longer required. It's like, and here it is. Here's the metrics. Here's how 23 was. Here's 24. Here's 25. So I think some of that can now, we had to go through last year for stream, streamlining or more efficient 24.
12: Thank you. Yeah, I agree. It was there were some lessons learned, and I think this is our opportunity to to improve on that. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Okay, I would guess this item is receiving file, but I don't think it says on the agenda. Um, so I'm going to give you item number four, which is Parks and Community Enrichment Commission follow-up
13: log. All right, these kind of go hand in hand. I think it it lends itself to the extension of the conversation we were just having. Uh, we are going to implement just like other city commissions uh, and, and committees. We're going to have a follow-up log for the Parks and Community Enrichment Commission. So, not everything that gets put on the commission on the follow-up log needs to come back with a report. Um, for an example, we gave a deferred maintenance uh, presentation. After that presentation, you guys asked for a breakdown of, can we have projects broken out by district? That was something we were able to follow up on with an email with the, with the spreadsheet that outlined the information requested. So just kind of using that as an example of items that would come on a follow, uh, the agenda uh, commission follow-up log, sorry. Um, this is gonna be new and again, it's just gonna be in line with what the other commissions do. Every month at the end, when you have commissioner comments matters not on the agenda, things come up you guys can add things to the commission log so we can figure out the best way as a team to address those things and again um, just want to throw out there not everything will come back as a presentation that may not be the means of response but just wanted to make sure um, that we are basically hearing what you're saying and you guys are seeing that we're writing it down and have an action plan for those items and then you will see that it will be a consent item moving forward you will see what that agenda what that commission log looks like and so you, everyone could be up to date on, hey, where are we at? Is this stuff still in the queue? When do we anticipate getting a report, et cetera, on things that you guys have requested? Any questions on that?
0: Do we have any members of the public who would like to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. We have no speaker slips for this item.
1: Vice Chair Gaines?
8: Thank you. Um, so really excited about this because I think there's a lot of like small things that pop up, and I appreciate um, you know how quickly you guys do turn around the information that we've requested. Um, so my question, just kind of a process piece, is how are things taken off the log? So for instance, if we had asked for deferred maintenance and you emailed it to us, um, would you, as an executive team, decide okay that's done, or would you bring it back to us to say? We sent you this email on this day so now we're going to take it off because I just want to make sure we're clear um, about how things are taken off so it's not falling off and we didn't know and we're like wait a second three months ago we had talked about this So my actually I'll just say my preference is that you bring it back and let
16: us know you're going to take it off
13: and, and I think that's exactly how it works Jen you can you can kind of highlight that I think that's that's the goal
16: Yeah so I think um, you know there's a status column in the log so you know a following month it'll, the status will be that it was met and it was met this way. Um, and then the following month presumably it wouldn't need to be on there anymore because we've notified you that we consider that to have been Satisfied
1: awesome. Love that. Thank you. Thank you Very much. I really appreciate that. I understand that other commissions are using this is can you tell us which one? So we can maybe see how it's modeled or see how they do it. Do you happen to know?
16: Um, I know, for instance, the Active Transportation Commission, who's meeting over in Old City Hall right now, um, they also use this. Um, that I know that others do, I just, I've advised them in the past, so I know that they do, but I don't want to misspeak and, um, but, you know, we also have like, a disability advisory committee, I believe they use the log, but I'm not positive about that. Um, so I did just want to add, though, that, you know, the items that you want to add to the log, Need to be within the scope of the commission, right? Obviously, Um, and then, you know, keep in mind that staff does have to balance that with those things that you want to add with their regular workload, and so you know, staff will have to determine like how and when to respond, and in terms of being able to respond in a way that fits within the rest of their workload that is that is established by the city manager, Um, and so, yeah, but. I appreciate
1: that. Okay. Well, thank you for bringing the items, Rabin. I appreciate you. Oh, we have two more.
8: So would that, though, be on the log? So if we put something on there and it's like, hey, this is going to be like a six-month, that would still be on the log, but with the timeline of when we could expect it, not just left off the log.
16: Correct. There will be an expectation. If it's something that's not within the the commission's purview, then that would not be included in the log. We would let you know at the next meeting, like, you had asked for this, you know, in looking at the, you know, at the scope of your, you know, what what's within your scope within the city code, it was outside of your scope. It's we did not add it to the log. It's not on the, and it wouldn't be on the log. But to the extent that you know, I'm confident that you're all going to be requesting things that are within your scope. Um, so you know, there would be an there will be a, an item there about like anticipated like in terms of the anticipated schedule for bringing it back, and so. And, and not that that will be fixed in stone, it may change, right, as workload changes and things, but there would be an anticipated schedule.
8: Awesome, okay, so everything will always be addressed in some way, either that this is not in your scope, we're not gonna add it, here's the timeline, it's coming back, or this has been complete and it's done.
16: Yeah, I mean, that's that's the hope, right? I mean, obviously, things may not be addressed in the same timeline that you would like, right? If, potentially, depending upon workload um, and depending upon the compl- how complicated a request is, Um, And so it may take longer than anticipated, but if it's been added to the log, then presumably it would come back at some point or be addressed at some, in some way.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Great. Thank you. One more thing. We were going to take 916 day off of the standing item so that we could more agendize it and add things to it. Um, But I saw that it came back as a standing item again this month going forward
13: going forward it will be that way we do have a little bit more extensive review that's why Deanna is here tonight to kind of go over and game plan as we kick off the year as well to kind of get us on the right track as a group uh, to get us get us started early so that's something that we definitely will have more detailed agenda moving forward uh, for 916 days so everyone comes prepared to speak on certain pieces of our components of, of that item so thank you
1: absolutely thank you okay Uh, that was review and provide feedback great job everybody we're going to move on to item number five public review of age-friendly community action plan do we have a staff report please
7: Good evening, commissioners and city staff. My name is Andrea Villarroel, and I'm an associate planner with the Community Development Department. I want to thank you all for having me here tonight to share our age-friendly community action plan. And I am joined by Molly Van Fong from the uh, Youth and Parks and Community in Richmond, who will also be part of the presentation. So tonight, I'm gonna give a quick overview of what the Age-Friendly Community Action Plan is, of our planning process and efforts thus far, and what we have heard from the community. Then we will look at the current draft and what actions directly affect the Department of Youth, Parks, and Community Enrichment. And lastly, we will end with a quick guide on how to provide public comment on the action plan using our online platform. First, let's start by explaining what the Age-Friendly Community Action Plan is. So the action plan is based on AARP's eight domains of livability, which are community features that impact the well-being of older adults and help make communities more livable. These domains serve as the framework that helped us organize and prioritize our work. Additionally, the voices of our community members have been essential in determining This plan's priorities and their feedback help guide our action plan's goals and actions. Ultimately, our action plan is a short-term plan based on the eight domains of livability that aims to enhance the health and quality of life of older adults in Sacramento. In order to develop this action plan, the team conducted comprehensive research on the conditions facing older adults and best practices on age-friendly communities. The team also convened a stakeholder working group, which included 21 individuals with backgrounds that provided them with expert insight. We also performed community outreach for this plan as part of the 2040 general plan, which involves stakeholder interviews, citywide workshops, pop-up events, listening sessions, and a variety of other public participation opportunities. All this worked helped develop a community needs assessment, which allowed us to better understand our community priorities. This allowed the team to move forward in working together with the stakeholder working group, develop this plan's goals and actions. Additionally, the team met with city staff to uh, ensure these actions would be implementable uh, within this actions plan's three-year timeframe. All this great effort resulted in the public review draft that I'm sharing with you all tonight. As I mentioned in the previous slide, the community needs assessment helped us better understand our community priorities and also identify certain areas for consideration that needed more focus than others to ensure that all residents in Sacramento are able to age in place. The community priorities are organized into three tiers, with Tier 1 representing the highest priority. These priorities are ranked based on existing supply of resources in Sacramento, the level of satisfaction indicated via community input, and the degree to which they can positively impact age-friendliness and livability for older adults. It is worth noting that this plan focuses on short-term actions, and the city is actively working on addressing um, the needs of older adults. In additional longer-term actions, can be found in the six-cycle housing element and the upcoming general Plan 2040 and the Parks Plan 2040. So our action plan is made out of three chapters and three appendices. The first chapter introduces the concept of age-friendly communities. It explains our planning process and details the community priorities for this plan. The second chapter is a demographic analysis of the city with a focus on older adults. And the third chapter is the action plan, and it is organized into seven sections. Each section starts with a summary of conditions and trends, a goal that represents the desired vision, and a table with implementing actions. Appendix A includes actions that are already in progress or existing programs for older adults, Appendix B includes additional suggestions that were explored through the creation of these plans but were not implementable within the action plan's three year timeframe. And Appendix C contains the community needs assessment. The action plan has been designed to be easy to navigate and includes larger font sizes to help with legibility for those that need it. As I mentioned, each section puts forward the goal uh, that represents a vision but for what it is to be achieved at the top of the page, followed by a summary of current conditions and trends, and it ends with a table that outlines the implementing actions. The action tables details the actions to be taken to reach the goal, a target day for the completion of each action, the city departments responsible for implementation, and a reference to relevant policies or actions from the 2040 general plan uh, in parentheses. Uh, Now let me hand it over to Mullivan, who will go into more detail about the actions that are relevant to the Department of Youth Parks and Community Enrichment.
17: Thank you, Andrea. Uh, good evening commissioners. My name is Moldyuan Falong. I'm associate park planner with the park planning and development services division within the department of EPSI. Um, along with supporting Andrea, I'm here to share information regarding the Cap action supported by EPSI. Uh, one of the key components of the age-friendly action uh, community action plan or action plan is the alignment uh, with the par- Draft parks 2040 the draft. Parks Plan 2040 will have policies that lead the implementation of or are in support of the action plan. Uh, For actions that YPSI either leads or supports, please see uh, attachment three of the staff report. The action plan is structured to reach uh, targets within one to three years of the adoption of the 2040 general plan and Parks Plan 2040. Staff's presentation will highlight key components of the action plan in connection with the draft Parks 20, uh, draft Parks Plan 2040. Uh, Please see attachment two of the draft uh, staff report. Um, and as seen on screen, uh, YPSI is the supporting or lead agency for programs supporting seniors through the department and YPSI older adult services division. As previously described, the action plan chapter is organized into seven sections that address AARP's domains of livability. And each section has a goal, a short summary of relevant context and actions to achieve the main goal. As this slide shows, there are cap actions that are supported and led by YPSI in the outdoor spaces and buildings transportation, respect inclusion and social participation, and community and health services sections that address AARP's domains of livability. There are two actions under outdoor spaces and buildings that will help increase accessible welcoming buildings and public spaces within the city. There are two actions under transportation that will help provide safe, accessible, and convenient transportation options for older adults. There are four actions under respect, inclusion, and social participation that will help expand opportunities that are inclusive and welcoming for older adults in recreation, education, entertainment, work, and volunteering. And there are two actions under community and health services that will help expand access to resources that support the health needs and wellness of older adults. Thank you, Commissioners, for your time. City staff are here to answer questions uh, if you have. Um, Now we'll pass it back to Andrea. Thank you.
7: Thank you. So now let's take a look at our timeline. So we released the public review draft on December 22nd, and the public review period ends on February 9th. I will go into more detail on how to provide feedback on the next slide. Uh, In the next couple of weeks, we're planning on presenting to different commissions, including the Adult and Aging Commission uh, on January 24th, the Disabilities Advisory Commission on February 7th, and the Planning and Design Commission on February uh, 8th. After we get feedback from all these commissions and receive public comment, we will incorporate the feedback into the plan. We are planning on presenting the action plan to city council after the 2040 general plan is adopted. Once this happens, we will begin the implementation phase. Now let's explore how to provide public comment in our online p- platform. You can access the action plan by visiting the URL provided on this slide. Once you land on the site, you will need to scroll down the page to see the action plan document. The platform allows the user to not only leave comments, but also view and respond to others' comments. When you find a section you'd like to comment on, simply click anywhere on the page to open a comment box. Um, Enter your name, email, and comment in the space provided, and then select the comment type from the drop down menu and agree to the terms and conditions. Once you're ready to submit, uh, just click the post comment bubble. And this process can be repeated throughout the document, so your input can be placed alongside the relevant section of the plan. Uh, Again, the public comment period will be open until February 9th, 2024. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Is that the end of your presentation? Yes.
0: Okay, you stay right there.
1: (laughs) Do you have any members of the public who'd like to speak on this item, please?
0: Thank you chair we have no speaker slips for this item.
1: Wonderful Commissioner Boone thank you both for the
6: presentation um, I just I'm not sure like who all went into drafting it but I want to commend you for the model and the layout I think it's so easy to like digest and understand and I think it should definitely be like a reference for future documents um, so definitely like want to underscore that. Um, especially the action table. I really appreciated seeing the breakdown of like what departments it touches and like what is the plan and just love the format and like level of accessibility. Um, Personally I was raised by my grandparents so like age is always at the forefront of my mind Um, and I I think about this often it's actually one of the reasons that like I chose to return to Sacramento. I'm not native to Sacramento. Um, I think about like our aging population and like our elders and how I believe this community and like city to be accessible, but the work you're doing like, will only ensure that that is a reality. Um, I'm curious, and this is a question, when you had the community profile that broke down like, the demographics for our city, and then you did this like outreach strategy, um, was there any discrepancy? Like, you, you understand who lives here, who resides here, and then you do like outreach. Do you feel like all the communities, all the demographics were represented in that feedback, and if not, what might be done to like address that disparity and um, that gap?
7: So the community engagement was done as part of the, the General Plan 2040 update. Um, I wasn't part of that. Let I me mean, my senior can answer to that.
12: <laughs> uh, good evening, uh, Chair of Ascot Commissioners. Remy Mendoza, Senior Planner with Long Range Planning. Um, I, yeah, I, I do think so, uh, Commissioner Boone, uh, the, the demographics rep- representation uh, that we saw as part of the general plan outreach uh, was consistent with um, uh, some of the initial assessment that we completed. Um, we were doing an array of outreach events, including in-person, virtual, a scientific survey. Um, we went to the community centers, we worked with Yipsey um, uh, staff to um, try to, um, uh, you know, be able to t- obtain input from residents of all ages and all backgrounds. And um, we uh, had various methods of working with nonprofits, community-based organizations, as well, to make sure that we obtained input from a wide array of residents in the community.
6: And you would you would say to like multi-language, like this. Absolutely. The surveys were collected. Okay.
11: Yes. So yeah, similar
6: wait. to the document being a reference, like I think that could be even a reference for how we conduct outreach and how we like plan a strategy for getting community feedback. And again, like commend this team for doing that extra layer of like we're going to work with nonprofits that are validators in these communities. Um, we're going to have multi-language. We're going to model our outreach plans off of like the given information that these are the demographics we're trying to reach. Um, So thank you for putting that intentional layer and like lens of equity um, as we're thinking future forward, right? Like this is going to be implementing and impacting lives for potentially generations. So thank you because I'm sure that when I'm an elder, like this will very much benefit me.
11: Absolutely.
1: Vice Chair Gaines.
8: Thank you. Um, So I have a question and then a comment. Um, So my question is when we say older adults, 55, 62, 67, what age is that?
7: We mean 65 and older. Perfect.
8: Um, and then for the public comment period, I know you addressed um, the online comments. Are you, is that the only way for people to give feedback?
7: Uh, they can also contact us through email. Um, and we also left a, a copy of the document at the counter, so if somebody wanted to leave some eight person they could okay
8: well. uh, so i would encourage especially since we're talking about older adults i know all of uh many of our uh great community centers have older adult, adult programs and so i think having an option for people to fill out a paper card um, would be helpful to get um, additional feedback if an elder is not online thank you
7: that's great
1: feedback commissioner robbins
2: yeah, just to follow up on the uh, community outreach wise, it looks like um, you do have it in the report that um, it, the next commission meetings, not just us, like January 24th, uh, another commission, February 7th, advisory commission, February 8th, the planning and design is commissioned, and finally March 19th is the city hall vote. That's the final cutoff day for any feedback by then. Yes. Okay, so there's a couple of meetings that you can go in person and do that and everything else would have to be online and then uh, just kind of spread your wings and go uh, as commissioners, spread the word because at March 19th, someone shows up at city council and brings up an issue, it could get pushed back if that's a possibility, right? okay so, yeah so make sure you guys uh january twenty fourth, february 7th february 8th um, get all your comments and everything online because if it goes to march 19th, it's getting it pushed back and i just want to clarify that for everybody so thank you
1: thank you commissioner robbins and thank you for your report thank you for this amazing um i agree very easy to read easy to digest Great pictures, um, and I have a lot of questions for you, but I just kind of want to start here and um, maybe even just jump into those appendices for everything that is the responsibility of Yipsy, right? So if we look here at these pictures that we want to create, right? I see something that I bet you all see too. A lot of trees, right? So if this is really what we want, this is the goal, right? Like Elmhurst, McKinley, right? Trees that touch each other in the middle of the street and YPSI's role in that, how do we pay for that, right? Because currently we're not planting any trees unless a volunteer requests it. So I'm wondering, in these appendices, with all of the responsibilities that YPSI has, um, how does that work into the budget? How are we uh, fulfilling our role in your plan, without any funding for it. Does the funding come later? Does this guide the budget? Like, how can we do these things like um, advertise your campaign and
18: build accessible open green spaces? Ms. Houser? So this is a fantastic question. Thank you for asking it. Um, Before I answer that real fast, I wanna go back to some of the comments that were made about the online feedback. Um, And Stephanie and I were just discussing it. Because we have a really large uh, right to your point, we have a really large um, population of older adults that are in our community centers every day. I mean, if you go to Pennell, there's like 60 to 75 every day there. So, we're actually going to organize some listening sessions, some information sessions, really guide people to how they can either go online and do this or figure out a way that we can collaboratively take notes on behalf of the seniors that are maybe sitting there getting ready for chair yoga take some notes from them have copies available during regular programming I think that will help a lot as well so just for that um, and then in terms of you know I think the one of the major goals um, of this angles of this action plan is to really sort of help guide how we ask for those resources because to your point we don't really have a lot of extra resources to plant all of the trees that we want to plant or to take care of them afterwards same thing for a lot of the ADA you know of um, deferred maintenance work that needs to be done. right? That's, that's currently unfunded It's part of our deferred maintenance burden that we've talked about at great length. So one of the first steps is to really solidify in this plan, yes, this is what our goals are. We've gone to the community and we've really said like, what do we need to make this an age friendly city moving forward? Because there's a large population um, and the population is only going to get larger um, in the coming years. So really, what are our goals? You know, get our get buy-in from our commissions, from our elected officials, and then use that as a way, in part, with our parks plan, in part with the general plan, to advocate for funding. Um, and that's where, of course, we look to our community to provide input, um, to work through our commissions, to work through our council members, to help prioritize that funding. You
1: get that, Commissioner Rosso.
3: Thank you. And that that brings up a question as I was reviewing the document, sort of as we anticipate a growing, growing aging population, are we already seeing a sort of impact, are we already impacted in our programming that we have for older adults? And are we anticipating being able to scale those as the population grows? I noticed that we only, at least only two senior centers were kind of identified in the plan. And that to me, I know that we're trying to increase the transportation to those centers as well, but at a certain point with the growing population, we would want to look at identifying a new site or a new senior center in general. And so just curious how the scalability as, as the population grows is, is met through our, our parks department.
18: Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so we have seen post COVID we have seen um, I think the, just in 2023 um, like a 200 percent increase in visits in older adult visits and that's in programming fitness just bingo all of the all of the things and that also includes meals on wheels we've seen a major uptick in those visits um, I think there were I think there were close to 20,000 senior visits at community centers citywide last year um, so which is really really impactful um, so we are, one of, I think, the major strategies that Stephanie and I in the department have really worked through in the last year is to, you know, the Hart Senior Center in Midtown and Downtown is really, you know, has historically been the hub of older adult programming in our department. And so we've made a really, really intentional effort to meet older adults where they are, right? You saw sort of the map where you could see, a, you know, where everyone is. And it's not all downtown. People can't get downtown. The parking is not great, which is also something that we're working through as part of this action plan. Um, So really what we've tried to do, and again, I think, you know, what you're going to see, what you see at Pinnell, what you see at South Natomas trending already is a really great example of how we're really trying to take what you see happening at like the designated senior center um, out to the rest of our community centers, really, and train the staff to be able to provide, um, you know, age-appropriate Um, programming to really, you know, bring in multi-generational programming that serves not only older adults, but their families. Um, That includes really making sure that we're taking care of our triple R program that also provides respite for caregivers.
3: Thank you and and I know that even as we've seen a bigger impact on our healthcare system, there's been the sort of movement into telehealth and I know Obviously digital literacy is, an, is, is a barrier for many older adults to be able to access those kind of services. Is there even a movement towards putting on more online kind of programming for seniors to be able to access even from their homes or from their uh, centers of living? And would there be an opportunity to kind of explore options around that even as... even as over time there may be less barriers to digital literacy with the change in population and change in generation so I'm curious if that's sort of even an anticipation of being able to kind of look at a telehealth version of just programming in general that uh, seniors could be able to access especially those that have mobility issues or other barriers to be able to access those centers
18: sure I'll answer that a little bit and then I'll let Stephanie talk about what we're currently doing Um, so we as a result of COVID, of course, um, we did a lot of hybrid programming, or well, first just all online, and then hybrid programming. What we're finding, though, some of some of the hybrid programming has remained, where we leave the option for older adults to you know to join online. But what we've really found, and again, Stephanie can speak more to it, but what we've really found is that they want in-person socialization. So while we do continue where it works, um, and we continue to offer that as people bring it up, we don't want that to be a barrier, but the, tr- the trend that we're finding in real time is that people want to actually go into the locations. And so I think for us, it's saying, okay, how can we make the programs accessible in a real way? Um, how can we partner with RT? How can we, you know, where can we move other, you know, that maybe don't have great routes or whatever the case may be. We also have computer labs at a couple of locations where seniors can come, or older adults can come in and get access so that they have tech classes and things like that. But I'll t- real quick, I'll let Stephanie talk about what you've got going on for
14: that. Hi, I really appreciate the question. Um, at For older adult services, we actually provide care or services or activities for people 50 and over. That's actually about four generations. <laughs> so you can imagine how different um, we're going to have to plan for the future, right? And so uh, COVID taught us a ton, um, our adult day program, which is a respite program for caregivers, but also an activity program for people with dementia. When COVID happened, within a week we were online and we for two years did activities with people with memory loss online. So we have learned a ton. <laughs> um, and as Katie indicated, we have now kind of a split, right? So we are gonna have the situation where it's more convenient for people to you know, come in through virtual, we're gonna offer that. Um, And then there's a a really large group of people who prefer to meet in person and always will. And we're gonna need to meet that need too. So we're heading into a generation that, you know, has used computers for most of their life and are very used to it. And we're gonna need to figure out how to meet that need. But, you know, there's several people of us in the room, including myself, who fit that 50 and over age group, (laughs) who may not walk in and wanna do Zumba at the senior center. And so what Katie and I are really trying to do is, you know, what do people want as they're working? A lot of people are working 70 and over. What do they need and how can we meet that with the resources that we have?
3: That's very encouraging to hear and that's kind of... That anticipation of that transition is kind of what I was uh, questioning. So I appreciate that there's already proactive thought going into that. And the hybridization seems to be a good model. And I did see in the report how, yes, absolutely a lot of people do prefer the in-person meetings, especially to address other types of like socialization, loneliness, and other factors that they... Uh, individually may be facing and so I appreciate that again it's kind of already heading into that direction because I could just see again as generations and as Sierra was alluding to as we also even get older and stuff and we're used to um, even just uh, other types of services being offered online I appreciate that there's both options being pursued.
1: WONDERFUL I WOULD LIKE TO ADD THAT Gypsy HAS A LONG RICH TRADITION OF EXCELLING IN THIS AREA I THINK THAT ANYONE WRITING THIS PLAN CAN LOOK TO Gypsy AS AN EXAMPLE WHEN WE SHUT DOWN FOR COVID YOU DIDN'T JUST CONTINUE hybrid, HYBRID PLANNING AND PROGRAMMING YOU DROVE FOOD TO PEOPLE'S HOUSES LITERALLY BECAUSE YOU KNEW THEM BY NAME BECAUSE THEY WERE SO COMFORTABLE. COMING TO YPSI ON A REGULAR BASIS THAT THEY KNEW THIS WAS A FAMILY THAT WE HAD CREATED FOR THEM, THAT THEIR CITY WAS SERVING THEM THAT WAY, AND THEY ARE COMFORTABLE NOW. HART SENIOR CENTER, Pennell, THESE ARE EXEMPLARY INSTITUTIONS THAT ARE SERVING THIS GENERATION. SO FIRST OF ALL, YPSI, YOU ALWAYS DO A GREAT JOB. I DON'T KNOW IF YOU REMEMBER WHEN DIRECTOR Beecham, I MADE A COMMENT IN A MEETING ONE TIME AND I SAID, YOU ARE SO WELL-SUITED TO WORK WITH THIS GENERATION BECAUSE YOUR EYES LIGHT UP EVERY SINGLE TIME YOU GIVE A REPORT. ABOUT OUR ADULTS IN OUR SENIOR CENTERS. AND I KNOW THAT THIS IS SOMETHING THAT WE DO REALLY, REALLY WELL. SO ADDING BURDEN TO OUR BUDGET MAKES ME VERY NERVOUS. THIS APPENDIX, appendix A IS GIGANTIC. THERE'S A LOT OF RULES FOR US. AND I AM AWARE THAT A LOT OF THESE PROGRAMS ALREADY EXIST. A LOT OF IT IS JUST ADDING A, a GUIDE. BUT WHEN WE SAY, LIKE, ON PAGE FOUR OF YOUR, I BELIEVE I'M IN APPENDIX A HERE, WHEN WE SAY, To explore the feasibility of producing a printed publication that details programs you know, we do come out and play We know how to do that, but when we have to Add another role or we have to add another publication We have to add a partnership person to reach out to those people to make sure that it's getting distributed We are checking multiple boxes right that's our community engagement and our senior services and our our age-friendly plan but but I'm nervous when we don't have enough money to conduct an updated deferred maintenance plan to even write that report Um, that makes me nervous so when we say something like assess the feasibility of creating one or more villages um, you know and prioritize five areas that is a huge undertaking SO I HOPE THAT IF THESE RECOMMENDATIONS OF THIS PLAN DO COME TO YPSI, THAT THEY COME WITH STAFF AND THEY COME WITH A BUDGET TO DO SO AND THAT IT DOES NOT IMPEDE THE WORK THAT WE'RE ALREADY DOING WITH OUR SENIORS BECAUSE I WANT THE SERVICE THAT THEY'RE GETTING RIGHT NOW TO STAY EXEMPLARY AND I DON'T WANT OUR STAFF WHO ARE, THIS DEPARTMENT IS WILDLY UNDERFUNDED AND I DO NOT WANT EXTRA WORK TO BE PUT ON THESE STAFF WHO ARE DOING SUCH A GREAT JOB. I DON'T WANT THEM TO ADD ON A PLAN TO THEIR CURRENT EXISTING WORK, I WANT THEM TO HAVE STAFF THAT COME WITH THESE ADDITIONAL RECOMMENDATIONS. SO I DON'T WANT THEM TO BE PIE IN THE SKY. I WANT THEM TO BE VERY REALISTIC WHEN THEY COME TO US. Um, CONDUCT AN AWARENESS CAMPAIGN AIMED AT INCREASING THE REGISTRATION OF OLDER ADULTS WITH DEMENTIA WITH LOCAL LAW ENFORCEMENT. AWESOME, RIGHT? ARE WE ALREADY DOING THIS? Is there, IS THERE A WAY THAT WE'VE ALREADY CHECKED THIS BOX? AND IS THIS JUST LIKE CREATING THAT STANDARD? I HOPE THAT IT, YOU KNOW, THAT IT IS. BUT I JUST WANT TO BE VERY CLEAR THAT THIS IS A FANTASTIC PLAN. We're doing a really good job in this arena, so I'm glad that you came to Parks first. And I don't want Parks to take any unnecessary burden onto a department who lost 40% of its funding in 2008, right? We want to make sure that funding comes back to us and that these plans that were uh, there's a lot of plans this year. Every single one of them's got equity and green space at the top, and we do not have a budget to plant a tree, and I'll say that at every meeting if I have to. Um, So please, when you put these pictures of these really um, high-quality tree canopy neighborhoods who have high-matching income, that you're being realistic about what we can accomplish or what is accessible green space, um, not just for our seniors, but also for everyone in the city. Fantastic report. Great job. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Thank you
16: all. Thank you.
1: all right we are moving on to our standing updates Um, so we're going to move on to 916 day mrs reed would you like to join us
19: hi y'all i feel like i've seen some of you more recently and some of you less recently but good to see you happy new year um, so the plan today was to come to you with a somewhat of a calendar of goals. Uh, I had a meeting with chair and vice chair and Ray to discuss um, some goals that we would like to accomplish each meeting. And those goals include selecting a 916-day support team and a bunch of little subcategory support teams. Um, each month we would like to accomplish a goal Uh, I have a couple written down but they're totally interchangeable if you guys don't feel like they're doable Uh, February have well January select the nine one six day support team February designate or assign duties to each commissioner March select the nine one six day project sites so be thinking about where you want to hold your next nine one six day April scheduled the site walks with par- parks maintenance and the arborist if need be. May, we would be submitting the final 916 day events and select the date and times of each event. This year we discussed staggering the events and having a kickoff on actual 916 day, like a kickoff party and then afterwards um, staggering the events throughout the month. So that way they're not all on one day like they were this last time. Or I don't know if you guys remember me trying to get to every single event. And the only one I missed was Lindsay's because she was so fast she she finished it. Um, so and then I have for June rollout marketing and sponsorship strategies, which after looking at that we probably would want to do that sooner. Uh, there's no meeting in July. In August, go over the final event plans and schedule. And September, uh, the 916 day press party kickoff. So. Um, For this, we would just tonight hopefully get to uh, select some categories, which uh, Vice Chair Gaines gave us a couple ideas. Um, We have a marketing category, um, permitting category, parks maintenance category, sponsorship category, and then an executive support category, making sure that we're meeting all of the deadlines that we are hoping to. So. This is really just more of a forum of letting me know what you guys want to see from me and how, how best I can serve you.
1: Thank you. And can you kind of explain a little bit um, in the executive meeting that we had about how we're going to um, make the agendas a little more clear every month as to what we're, you just listed out what we're going to do every month. Right. Yes. Um, but can you explain maybe how committees would, or teams might communicate
19: so, like task teams, um, we is what we were looking to do is have like these little sub-task teams. I know we've had some issues in the past with the Brown Act and you know not wanting to have these sidebar conversations. So they would have to be very small task teams. Um, but for instance, like Janine, sorry, vice chair, vice chair gaines, uh, is very good at marketing. I literally took her reel for 916 day, she did it in one shot. After I thought I was preparing her for this, too, I was like, okay, so not everybody usually gets it on the first try. She was just like, boom, had it done, like in 30 seconds, and it was fire. So basically, I feel like she would be really good at the marketing piece, or she could volunteer and create her little group of task team, if you will, of other marketing-like minds that could come up with some ideas that we could then pitch to our Yipsy marketing team. And that way we can get these other departments within our department uh, involved in these conversations at least monthly. I know last year we had some issues with park permitting. Half of the parks were permitted, half of the parks were not permitted. Some people understood the assignment. Either way, if we can just get ahead of that this year so that we can just be a little bit more organized, I can sleep at night, that would be great. Um, But, yeah, so permitting and special events could, you know, maybe join in that conversation maybe monthly, but, like, have, be ready to talk about the things that you guys have discussed and, you know, in in terms of marketing, like, here's what I want to see in a reel. Is it something that Yipsey Marketing can do or is it something Joe can do? Because I've seen some of Joe's reels and, like, maybe Joe can come up with it if Yipsey Marketing doesn't have the capacity. So definitely each little category we can go through with a fine-tooth comb, but, the goal tonight would be to just come up with the the support team for 916 day that can then deploy the information out to the rest. Mm-hmm.
1: Commissioner
10: Ford. Hi, uh, I appreciate that, like timeline and goals in terms of the calendar. Thank you. I think you think that's a really good idea. I would just suggest doing more of like the the funding sponsorship. A lot earlier, especially if there's like projects that we think are gonna cost more or donations we might need. I know last time the donations or sponsorship came at the after the fact, and so I think it'd be good to um, start earlier than than June. That would be my only recommendation. Um, I also think that it would be. I wouldn't want to join any support group without really kind of knowing like the scope right right off bat, and so I. If we had further or more time to think about what that would look like and scope, um, I'd definitely be interested in joining. I just wouldn't want to commit to something I don't know, like the actual scope.
1: Got it. Thank you. Commissioner Liu, is your hand also raised? Sorry, it's hard when you're sharing one. I apologize. Commissioner Kangas. Uh,
5: Yeah, I think... Um, I would love to continue helping support with sponsorships and I agree with Odette about let's get ahead of that much sooner. I know some of our sponsors like SMUD for example, they just don't fulfill sponsorships until an event is completed, which makes it really tricky for us. But a lot of them don't operate that way. So I think it would be awesome. I mean, I would suggest if we're actually, like, appointing people to these different task forces tonight, I think, Joe, you'd be awesome at doing this with me. Um, And I think we can get the Sacramento Kings this year if we're a little bit more strategic. So just wanted to throw that out.
19: I agree with that statement, Joe. I, I know I went with you to that Sacramento Kings meeting, and now I feel like I have. A renewed sense of what the expectation is. I have a whole plan and outline that we could take with us. That was based off of last year, but we, we now we have footage and stuff to show them, which I think will be more helpful in obtaining some sort of sponsorship from the Kings. That would be great. Vice Chair Gaines.
8: Thank you. Um, So yeah, I think that this is a great idea as we had discussed previously. I think um, having the 9168 as a standing item last year was really helpful for us to continue talking, but there were many meetings where we actually didn't talk about anything because there was nothing necessarily to report, but having these um, support teams is a great way where at least we know, hey, there's nothing going on with marketing right now or like these things aren't happening. There there will be be something to talk about so we're using this time more effectively um and i will say i i think um you know uh commissioner ford for your um question the it's not necessarily like a committee or a task force so i think that there is flexibility if it becomes outlandish the time commitment like it's nothing formal that anyone is on this For the entire time um, because i think us doing this for the first time we won't necessarily have what the scope looks like like if you if any of us decide hey we're going to do marketing and it's like oh we have to do something every week for three hours like that's not doable we either decide amongst that group like hey this is what's accurate or I think that we can all agree to show each other grace that like if it's like, ooh, that's way too much, like I'm not doing this and that's okay because we're kind of like gonna be building the ship a little bit as we go because we've never done it like this before.
10: Can can I respond to that? Yeah. Thank you. And maybe maybe the question is like for newer commissioners that came on that kind of were like thrown in and were like just do it, maybe hearing from them like what would be helpful? Uh, to 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 create these mini like groups on kind of the
8: gaps. Yeah, no, I love that. Cause let me tell you the first nine one six day I got an email saying you were gonna do a project and I was like, who? <laughs> like who are you guys to tell me I'm gonna do a project? So I definitely feel
19: you on that. <laughs> Joe, actually it was Joe. <laughs> me do it. That's why you can't rerun for the chair. See, <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
1: Let me, um, before I, I pass uh, to senior deputy attorney, please let me say that there is not a requirement to join um, a, a task team, but if you feel like you have um, a a desire to help with partnerships, or you have a desire to help uh, plan the painting part of it instead of tree planting part of it, or if there's any part of it that you felt more connected to or that you had more interest in, then we would hope you would volunteer. There is no uh, formal expectation or
16: requirement. Please. Sorry. Um, I don't, I guess in terms of time frame, is there the possibility of um, having this conversation with a little bit more information at the February meeting, or will that delay kind of the work of the committees? No, can we do no,
13: that? I think that's I think that's perfect. I think the goal was to get this started here because you know, I, we don't want to make all the teams for you. <laughs> you can decide like if it's sponsorship, it's marketing, whatever those are it's like that idea started. And to your point, Jen, we could bring that back as more detailed and maybe February as we're like, hey, we thought of this, these are the plans of these teams that we wanted to come up with. Um, and then we can kick off, I can share the meeting goals because Deanna shared it with me, and I can share that out to the group as well. So you can kind of see like the plan of what that looks like. I think the thing that we're excited about is that we are able or at least communicated to where we can build these small teams so nobody's worried about, like, how do I communicate on these items? It's allowing these groups to be able to communicate, and there's a little more uh, cohesion to what we're doing uh, as a commission and game planning for 916 Day in general. But yeah, Jen, we can definitely do that.
16: Okay, I just want to be careful about how we do it, just given the um, city council's um, rules about against ad hocs. um, I think we just need to be careful about how we characterize these things and what it is that we are doing at the, anyway, if we could talk before the February meeting, that would be great. For sure. Okay.
1: Commissioner Boone.
16: Uh,
6: attorney Court do we, we're discontinuing the conversation right now like we're tabling it
16: no I just want to be clear that I don't think we can um, have people um, we can't establish any um, teams at the meeting tonight okay
6: okay um, well then for the general conversation and like how we continue this I do have a document that I drafted from last year with my own notes um, for our debrief. And I'm happy to share like what I think would be effective in terms of planning per month. Um, I'm also happy to volunteer again. I wasn't personally thrown into it. I, I did ask to, to participate and I enjoyed it. Um, but I also like planning events, so I find that fun. Um, and yeah, if, if maybe it makes sense to email that document and do BCC, I'm happy to, to do that because I think I think there's like tiers to everything and even when I hear like marketing there's like the high dollar donors that you might I'm sorry sponsorships there's a high dollar sponsorships you're looking for but there's also like small businesses that I think contribute like their name and the fact that they have social media and the fact that they're like willing to just promote something Mm -hmm. um yeah so I just I think there's a there's different ways to do the thing and i I really want to avoid like us pursuing the Kings or Sac Republic and then dismissing like all of the amazing um, businesses that exist in our city and how like there's so much power behind that um, and, 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 and desiring that too, like letting them know like we actually want you to come out and like just be present um, and, and, and saying that that's even a sponsorship. Um, so I would love to talk about like, how we define our goals um, as it relates to nine one six day. Cause as much as I like am a light the beam fanatic, like great, <laughs> but also like there's so many other entities in our community that I could list off, but I don't want it to feel like I'm, I'm uh, what is that like hashtag ad? Like I'm just thinking of all these people that could, <laughs> could like yeah. easily um, show up for us and especially in their neighborhoods. Right. Um, there there's, there's all these business districts, small business districts that I think we could tap into. So maybe in that space, um, we kind of like divide and Mm -hmm. conquer um, so that it doesn't feel overwhelming to a single commissioner to like be tackling Mm -hmm. the big ask and the small or even to you um, to to balance that. Um, And same goes for like the the idea of like an executive management team juggling um, the logistics for planning this. Like, there's the part of, I think, coaching the commissioners through, you know, what does your project look like? What does your recruitment look like? Um, what is getting that registration form look like? There's just, like, so many layers to how you put it all together um, that, yeah, I think it has to be fleshed out a little bit.
19: For sure. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, we could even go as far as to separate, like, in-kind donations versus... Sponsorships or texts we're going to get after the event's already over, and like, kind of figure out how to prioritize those based on what it is that we're trying to do. Yes, and I and
6: I would like for us to have some some benchmarks embedded. Like, if we don't get so and so to agree to support us by March, like we just we just let that go. Yep. Then it's next. Um, because it takes energy to keep pursuing someone or something, and then that could have been energy. You know shift it toward another great element that was would be just as rewarding and our volunteers don't know that like we failed to bring out this entity like no. they don't they're just happy that we're there exactly thank you for your leadership
1: commissioner robbins
2: yeah i just wanted to follow up of uh i don't think a lot of these Places know what 916 day was. You know, it was all about volunteerism, you know, and um, you know we uh, presented all this project to the Sacramento Kings and they ended up saying, oh, we got our own thing and they plant, planted a mural, a one person per a job. It got away from that. So we just got to reiterate that. And I'll bring this up because as much as we want to plant trees as a neighborhoods leader, we planted 1,000 trees in D3. We're running out of places to plant trees. So hey. we got creative with this. And shout out to Commissioner Ford having a tree planting event this weekend and uh, District 1, if anyone didn't know that, that. Yes, please come and help her out. But um, I think the things i seen was highlighted in 916 Day was uh, of not planting the trees, but like, uh, painting backstops with uh, vice uh, chair over here, or making the um, community library at Garden Land Park. These mm-hmm. little things that we thought outside the box, those were the bigger hitters. As much as everyone, uh, like always we said, we're always rooted in our community. When you plant a tree, you name the tree, and you have the history, and the people come back. But I just challenge everybody that, you know, one, just tell everybody, it's about volunteerism, you know, and no no idea is too crazy. You know, I'm on this uh, committee, i mean in this commission, and so I'm always having crazy ideas. Um, but just a just a refresher you know just think outside the box when we're going into this and you know no ideas are too crazy so thank you guys
19: yeah thank you maybe you can teach everybody Disney training and Kai with the cart wheels I mean there is the sky's the limit you guys I'm willing to do whatever you guys are whatever you guys are picturing your head you know with limitations obviously but uh you know let me know what you're thinking and as we get together and as we create these little sub like teams to work on each category i'm happy to help you along the way and next year is going to be even more successful especially that we're starting in january so i look forward to it
1: thank you absolutely and we do amazing events all throughout the year right so this is the um I almost said brainchild, but I don't know if that's a good term. This is the, the vision and the, the love of Commissioner Flores pouring out into this event. It helps us to tie into our given roles, which are to bring in funds to the department and to meet with the community. And because we're doing this all throughout the year, there's nothing to say we can't celebrate all of the events we did all throughout the year in each district, in September on 916 day. As we know, that is not a good time to plant a tree, right? But that doesn't mean we're not planting trees. So why not have our our reels in September from your March, January, or February tree planting? So thank you so much for your help. I really look forward to um, maybe we can have an email as to the different uh, visions. That we have of what where the need is okay. and those uh, titles that you just dropped to everybody, and then by the time we meet again, I know we keep saying next month, but it really is in two weeks,
14: yeah, like two um,
1: weeks. that you come with uh, with your desire in words right and I do want to state uh, publicly that you know you've heard me ask many times for an ad hoc committee to be approved for nine one six day and it turns out if we did have an ad hoc committee approved for nine one six day then anytime we were meeting. Aside from that ad hoc committee, if it was more than a quorum, then we would we'd be uh, violating the Brown Act, right? So the ad hoc actually would prevent everyone from participating, um, but in smaller groups, of uh, less than quorum, you are able to meet uh, about it, but different parts of it, right? Something like marketing or something like partnerships or something like whatnot, um, but very informally. So happy 916 year, here we go. We're so glad to have you on our team, Mrs. Reed. All right. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Thank you. On deck, we have now our Youth Parks and Community Enrichment Director's Report as given by Manager Munoz.
12: Thank you. Um, All right. uh, Let let me work on the smile. We're going to start with parks, not seniors this time. So um, I'll work with the smile on parks. So, our park maintenance team, uh, we will be replacing 23 tables, 10 benches, 16 trash receptacles, one large barbecue, and one large serving table at Regency Park. Um, the park maintenance team is, they're also uh, recently just supported two tree plantings this year, one at McKinley Park and the other at Marriott Park. Uh, they'll be supporting a second tree planting this Friday at McKinley Park, uh, a tree planting at North Natomas Regional Park this Saturday. And then um, a tree planting uh, next Saturday at William Land Park. Um, the park maintenance team is also hosting additional rose printing sessions at the McKinley Rose Garden every Saturday through February 10th. Pre Pre-registr- registration to volunteer is available on our YPSI website. Um, in our youth and adults um, section, junior NBA started practices last week with 274 youth enrolled. Uh, this includes ages 5 through 14. Beginning the weekend of February 17th, the Sacramento Softball Complex is hosting 44 weekend baseball and softball tournaments uh, throughout 2024. Staff have successfully scheduled the full year of tournaments outside of our standard six-week closure for maintenance. In 4th R, there's currently a a, a refer-a-friend promotion January 16th uh, through March 31st. Currently enrolled 4th R families can refer- Refer a family to enroll at a selected 4th hour location. If a referred family enrolls, the family who referred them gets a $100 credit onto their kids, kids Hub account for future use towards tuition. There's a three referral uh, fee limit, $300, no cash value, and may not be used towards field trips or registration fees. Um, 4th hour is also hosting family paint nights for 4th hour families. February 2nd uh, at Coloma Community Center, uh, North Natomas and Hollywood Park. In our youth workforce development, LNL is completing interviews this week and will be extending hiring offers to up to 70 youth citywide for, upcoming, uh, for the upcoming spring season. Uh, this is March through June. Uh, Crew leader recruitment is open with a starting wage of $20.99. We're currently looking for positions of crew leader if uh, anybody would like to get the word out. The job is posted on our employment page. And then in our aquatics section, uh, our team's focused on hiring lifeguards for the summer. On-campus high school recruitments are being held at high schools throughout Sacramento, January through March. And that's it for our director update.
1: All right. Do we have any um, commissioners who would like to speak on this item? Yes, Commissioner Herman.
9: Yes, I just had a question um, about the uh, 4th R incentivizing. Is there a reduced uh, numbers for 4th R?
2: Um, And is that for select sites? Or how is that?
12: um,
19: What brings about such a thing?
12: Katie, Katie will be able to expand more on that.
18: I am earlier also that I didn't introduce myself. So I'm Katie Hauser, I'm the Recreation Manager, um, and I'm currently supporting our expanded learning programs. Um, so the Refer a Friend program is really meant to help with registration at some of the locations that are just, I don't want to say struggling with registration, but could use more participants. Um, a lot of the locations that, that count, and we can send this information out that has the specific language about which locations there are. Um, are on school sites where there are also free programs, where there's an ACES program, and fourth R is licensed childcare that comes with a fee. So at some of those locations, the enrollment is lower because there's an alternative on the same campus that's at no cost. So at those locations specifically, um, where enrollment is a little bit lower as a result, that's where the promotion will come in.
12: Got it, thank
9: you.
18: Mm -hmm. Our floor is. (laughs)
9: Thank you chair Um, in in along the lines of the director's report I know since we last met there was a City Council level item uh, for District 7 and Curtis Park and the Sierra Two dock Park issue that went directly to City Council Uh, and I you know I I testified there and I just want for the for the benefit of the Commission here Uh, you know I spoke comments thanking YPSI staff, uh, especially the E team, but especially like Jason's team, on literally a year's worth of work uh, by YPSI staff at all levels um, for for reaching a milestone for that that event. And you know, going back to like you know, is an item like that that didn't necessarily come to commission, but it is a win, right? And uh, it's not on the log per se, but it was an item that took up a lot of bandwidth for YPSI. So, you know, I don't know how to reconcile and balance the win of that or, well, the milestone of it. And because now there's other conversations to be had and other community engagements, maybe that's a a log thing. We'll we'll figure that part out uh, as that materializes. But, no, just like I said, recognizing the, the work of YPSI staff and the professionalism, uh, for that item, and that item was heavily charged and had a lot of emotion behind it um and and just 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 the, the professionalism of Yipsey staff and so I said it then at at, at, at city council, but here at Commission Jason and the team, uh, you guys were awesome throughout this past year, so just wanted to acknowledge that since it happened in December, and we didn 't necessarily meet in december and then yeah, just last week, Marriott Park, you know the crews. Uh, Sean, the crews are always awesome. In the rain, uh, you know, we planted about 10 trees in the rain. We did it really, really fast. By 10 o'clock, we were out. So hopefully Odette, oh, she took off. Um, yeah, we, 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 we got out of there so we didn't get soaked. But So the crews uh, helped in the logistics of that, knowing that we could have been downpoured. Uh, and making sure everyone had a great time and safety and stuff like that. And then maybe, uh, Anthony, since you're up here, the Yipsy VIP, like, I saw that, like, how can I, am I not eligible, uh, you know, uh, you know, tonight I wasn't eligible for stuff, but am I eligible for VI- getting that VIP sticker logo? I mean, can you, uh, ex- can you uh, uh, explain how citizens of Sacramento can be a Yipsy VIP?
12: thank you i appreciate you bringing that up yeah well first of all you all could be EFC vip uh we hope that you are uh joe you can be first in line uh, <laughs> to, to receive that um but yeah EFC vip it's it's a volunteer program that we've been working on uh we went to our, our city management academy um and did a presentation of who we are what we do and uh there we provided an, an exercise for them to be able to help us out with and uh going back to our our volunteer um, activities that we do, our program, what it looked like, what it didn't look like. Um, We we took the feedback um, from the City Management Academy and are developing uh, a volunteer program that we can start to coordinate and link all of our events to. I think uh, we were pretty compartmentalized prior to that, our volunteer efforts uh, between our entire department, whether or not it was a park maintenance uh, volunteer event, it was a community center event, Access Leisure Seniors. So the VIP program is is something that we're setting up um, through social media, through our website, to be able to bring people in, uh, set up a streamlined way for us to be able to reward people for participating, make it a, a recurring thing, uh, a system that, that's built on top of each other um, uh, to be able to collect different incentives to to continue to be a repeat of volunteer with us. Um, so moving forward. Um, that will be information that, that as we continue to package that, that program uh, up, uh, we'll be able to come and present it, and it will be its own presentation and all the fine details to that. But in the meantime, um, we, are, we are really looking to push and launch this stuff through a lot of uh, Sean and Park Maintenance's uh, rose pruning events right now, uh, trying to get people out. Uh, trying to get the logo out the word out and um, just just bring people in and keep them in and create that community amongst uh, volunteering so another piece of that is yes anybody can be we're looking at our own employees uh, to be able to do this uh, on their off time to be a part of this and that's some of the feedback is as as we work through the volunteer Opportunities uh, working with our our, our own staff um, to share this uh, this opportunity with them as well. So uh, more to come on that. But I appreciate you bringing that up. I appreciate you bringing up um, um, uh, the dog park and the level of support that you provided our team on that. We felt that we appreciated that. Um, I think as a whole, it was a, it was a difficult issue, but. Um, Director Beecham did a great job addressing the issue Um, and everybody that was involved between Jason, uh, Sean, his team, park safety, it was a big lift from our entire department. So uh, to be acknowledged the way that you did uh, is greatly appreciated so thank you.
1: Great, well done, thank you so much for being here.
12: Thank
1: you. All right, our next item is member comments, ideas, questions and meeting conference report. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak on this item? Commissioner Bill. Not so
6: much a question, just a comment, um, because I was late, so I don't know if this was said, but, like, Happy New Year. I'm glad to be back with all of you. And I would have said this at the December meeting, but thank you to Ray, um, all of the execs, for last year. It was my first year, as you all know, um, and I felt welcomed, I felt um, included, and I truly felt like I belonged here. So thank you for that. I would love to continue that energy this year. Um, and from, all, like, all the needs I asked, from, like, safety to getting, like, parking validated and then even, like, disc golf course issues, um, the community gardens, like, every ask that I've made has been addressed um, in a timely manner. So, really thank you for that because, to um, the Attorney Gore's point, like, what we're asking for is an addition to your job expectations and duties. So, again, thank you, and I'm really excited for the year because I would love to continue that momentum and energy.
1: Well said. Commissioner Robbins.
2: Yeah, I was just hoping that uh, we could explain how to get a speaker slip, so if anyone in the chambers would want to say anything, Mr. Lambert Davis in the back, if you wanted to come up and say a few words in person, you get two minutes if you get a speaker slip.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Commissioner Flores.
9: Thank you. Uh, You know, congratulations to Vice Chair Gaines and Chair Vasquez on uh, another term. I look forward to 2024 uh, with you guys uh, being the leads, continuing to be the leads. But obviously, I'm still joking around. I think you will be now disqualified next year (laughs) for being the lead. Uh, But then that creates an opportunity for the rest of the commissioners. Now, maybe that's an opportunity for... uh, to see what you, you do in the monthlies with, uh, with, with the team and now th- your roles in this second year is now uplift and uh, to the other commissioners next January will come sooner rather than later and it's that opportunity to learn what it takes to, to help lead a fine commission like this. So uh, I look forward to seeing that part in this commission in this upcoming year. So thank you.
1: I will see your challenge, and I will raise you a 916-day volunteer role as of myself. (laughs) Um, Thank you for that. I really appreciate that, and I hope that this year we can focus on getting this plan done, making sure that all of the desires we have for our community to feel equity, all the desires we have for our staff to be appreciated for what they do and for them to have the funding they need to create safe spaces. Uh, That's our goal for the year, so let's go. Okay, great job, everybody. Uh, We now come to the portion where we can do speaker slips. Do we have any members of the public who
0: would like to speak with us this evening? Thank you, Chair. Yes, we have one speaker slip. Uh, Lambert?
20: I did want to start off by saying that uh, our family uh, wanted to thank Jackie Beecham and um, Deanna Reed, did I say that right? Uh, Because you were actually the first and only department that patronized us as a cheesecake business. We're a family-owned cheesecake business, and it was tremendous what you did. There's a lot of people listening to me tonight. We have a tremendous millennial following in this city of all different races, different nationalities, cultures. And I believe it's because cheesecake appeals to most races, most cultures, and both sexes. And I'm going to prove that tonight because my granddaughter, who's 18, she came to me during the holidays. And she said, I have an idea. And I said, well, what is it? And this is it right here. We were in uh, uh, Los Angeles when she introduced it. And it, it's, it's really wonderful. As a baby boomer, I was inspired by her. This is it. To the Van Bag Cheesecakes. To the Van Bag cheesecake. Know it's going to be a good day. With the To the Van Bag cheesecake. One bite will change your life. One bite will change your life. One bite will get you right. One bite will get you right. To the bad back cheesecakes. To the band back cheesecakes. Know it's gonna be a good day. With it to the band back cheesecakes. One bite will change your life. One bite will get you right. To the band back cheesecakes to the No, it's gonna be a good day What to the band Okay, I, I don't have much time, but if I could give you
0: it- for your comments. Was oh, that is it? Conc- 30 more seconds.
20: Okay, that's all I need. Um, we have gone viral on TikTok, Instagram, and it's because of her. And Uh, We have a manufacturer in Huntington Beach. We've always had one, and we're getting ready to flood this entire state. And we do come from District 2. You should get in contact with us, Mr. Liu, because we have a lot of interesting ideas, and I appreciate what you said about there are entities other than the Kings because we're up and coming. Thank you.
0: Thank
1: you. Thank you, Mr. Davis. Thank you for attending and for keeping us entertained, and for always listening and to our entire meeting and representing your community in the best way that you do. I appreciate you being here tonight. Our only community member here tonight. I appreciate you. You are dedicated, and I appreciate your service to your city, sir. Absolutely. All right. Uh, we do have a commissioner who would like to speak on this item. Vice Chair Gaines,
8: thank you. Um, I'm still unclear on how we respond to e-comments, so I'm just going to read the e-comment that we have. Um, And so it is from Diana Paz and it says, do we currently have a timeline in place on when the electricity will be connected at Tanzanite Park Futsal Courts? If not, could we start working on a timeline? Thank you. So I just wanted that read into record. Um, But then also, maybe you guys can just let us know, does staff read these and then follow up with the constituents, or do Robbie and I have to read them?
13: (laughs) No, generally, thank you for that, Janine. That's just an oversight on my part. Generally, I give the e-comments to the chair. I can give them to you as well before, and then last meeting, you did establish you wanted me to read those. That's just an oversight, so thank you for doing that. (laughs)
1: It's all right, sir. You had two presentations tonight and uh, being our handler, which I always appreciate you. Um, Wonderful. All right. Well, with that, this meeting is adjourned. Robbie
8: has one before you do the hammer.
1: Commissioner Robbins, please.
2: No, I just wanted to follow up because I did check this morning. There wasn't any e so that might have happened during the meeting or something like that. But, yeah, just keep on continuing that, and I influence uh, people like Lambert, uh, the great D2 representative over here. Uh, I hope you do comment because, we, like you said, it's empty chambers. The more comments we get, the more we get factual, make things into reality because, you know, I'm being a grant pacer myself. I know the stuff that we go through over there, and we need more people like you and you at home come into the chambers, and we can use more of that and e-comment. So thank you, guys.
1: That concludes today's agenda. Thank you, everyone, for your participation. This meeting is adjourned.